0: Welcome to The Great Doctrines of the Bible, where we are covering crucial teachings from Scripture to help you grow your faith. Sanctification is the reality of God making us holy. When believers are called saints in the New Testament, this means that they are holy ones. Sanctification is first and foremost what we call positional, and this is often overlooked, but it's very important. Positional sanctification sets the foundation for what we normally focus on, progressive sanctification. Being positionally sanctified means that God has made us holy through the power of the Holy Spirit because of Christ. He has set us apart as new creatures, separate from the world and devoted to God. Hebrews 10.14 teaches this, for by a single offering He has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Titus three five He saved us. Not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 11 is very important here. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. So before God, in justification, we stand before Him as righteous, and in positional sanctification... We stand before God as holy. But sanctification is not only positional, it is also progressive, and that's what we normally focus on. Sanctification is often known as becoming more like Christ. This means that sanctification is a process that occurs over time. Just like a child is first a baby, moves into toddlerhood, and slowly grows into maturity, so believers mature and grow in their holiness. In this life, believers will grow in holiness. But ultimately, they will be made perfect experientially only upon Jesus' establishment of the new heavens and new earth on the last day. There are two important passages here that we can look at for progressive sanctification. One is 2 Corinthians 3.18. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. The Apostle Paul again in Philippians 3 writes, Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus had made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will will reveal that to you also. When we go back to 2 Corinthians 3.18, we notice something very important here. First, we, Christians, are to be beholding the glory of the Lord. And it's as we behold the glory of the Lord, the glory of Christ, that we are being transformed. Our role is not transformation. Our role is beholding. As we behold the glory of the Lord we are being transformed from one degree of glory to another this is another way of talking about sanctification it's another way of saying we are being conformed to the image of christ but notice who does this work paul says for that's reason language for this comes from the lord who is the spirit so the holy spirit as we behold the glory of christ he works within us so that we are changed we are changed, and conformed into the image of Christ. We see from Paul in Philippians 3 that in our sanctification, we've got to move forward. We've got to keep going. We have to continually behold the glory of the Lord. We have to continually be in Scripture. Jesus said in John 17, Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. In our response to these truths, the reality of being holy in God's sight in Christ and gradually becoming more like Christ, is to rely on the abundant and ever-present strength that God gives and walk with Him. Philippians two twelve through 13 Paul again writes, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work, for His good pleasure." So in this text, Paul states that believers must exercise their salvation. We do not work for our salvation, for it was already accomplished in Christ's work and applied upon us when we placed our faith in Christ. You can see our article on justification for that. Rather, we obey Christ because of our accomplished salvation, becoming in a practical sense what is already true of us in a positional sense. We do this not out of our own strength, but out of the strength God gives through his spirit God provides the desire to obey as the holy spirit convicts and corrects us through the word of God as we follow Christ out of the strength God provides we will gradually kill our sin and replace those desires with greater love for Christ so we see the important role here of God's work in our lives through the holy spirit without the work of the spirit who is the spirit of truth There will be no progress in sanctification. We work because God works. And we praise the Lord that His Spirit indwells us and spurs us on to greater obedience.